0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order
2: at kizikcom slash socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and...
1: It was late afternoon. The pale rays of the winter sun slanted down sharply, striking through the windshield of Ben Calvert's big limousine as she drove along. Jessie was wishing fretfully that her husband had chosen a less conspicuous model. It was such a landmark in Wakefield in the old days before her former lover, Brett Cameron, had returned. Jessie hadn't minded in fact, she'd rather enjoyed the knowledge that, as she drove through the streets of the little town, people turned to each other, saying, "There goes Mrs. van calvert. my that's a beautiful car." But now, as she turned into the driveway of Brett's house across the river from David Bowman's, Jessie was hoping that she was unobserved. She parked the car so it was partially shielded by the shrubbery and hurried up the cobbled walk. Just as she entered the last step, the door opened. Brett came through it and came up to Jesse, taking his
2: hands. It hurts. Hello, Brett. Darling, this is wonderful. Oh, please,
0: let's not stand out here. We can go through the amenities inside. <coughs> Darling... No, I didn't come over for you to make love to me.
2: But, Jesse, just a greeting oh, kiss. Not
0: now, Brett, please. I want to talk to you.
2: Hmm. I gather it's something important. You told me last time you didn't dare come during the day in case somebody might spot Ben's car. I
0: know I did. But today I don't even care if they did see me. No, that isn't entirely true. I tried to be careful, but... I'm so tired of, of being careful. Worrying and
2: scheming and...
0: Of everything.
2: My darling, what's wrong?
0: Oh, Brett, I'm terribly discouraged. But
2: what's happened?
0: Well, that's just it. Nothing's happened. Nothing ever will, either.
2: Well, you're just having a temporary setback. There's no real reason for you to be depressed, is there?
0: Well, I don't know what you'd call a real reason. I just had as much as I can take, Brett.
2: As much as what, sweet? Look, if you want reassurance, you'd better tell me what's bothering you.
0: Everything's bothering me. I've botched up my whole life. It just dawned on me what a complete fool I've been. Why I ever thought marrying Ben would be any kind of a solution, I don't know.
2: Well, Jesse, I'm I'm inclined to agree with you in one sense. I may be prejudiced, but the idea of Ben as a husband would strike me as pretty bleak if I were a woman, which, thank heaven, I'm not.
0: You may well thank your stars you're not a woman. No cinch, I can tell you. When I think of the years I've wasted.
2: Well, I'm surprised at you, darling. You've always waited so patiently to get what you wanted. After all, you did set your cap for Ben, to put it quaintly.
0: If you wouldn't try to be cute, Brett, I'm terribly serious. Ben.
2: It seems to me you're being rather unrealistic, Jessie.
0: Well, how can you say that?
2: You seem to be feeling rather bitter about your husband. The fact is, you knew from the very beginning what Ben was, didn't you?
0: suppose I did.
2: Well, don't you see? It isn't Ben that's changed. It's you, my dear.
0: Yes, I've changed all right. I was in love with Ben once.
2: And well, now you're not. Fairly typical situation, isn't it?
0: Oh, I wish you wouldn't be so reasonable about everything. Maybe it is typical. I don't know. All I know is I've gotten myself into a trap, and whether it's my own fault or not doesn't make it any easier to bear. Yes, I did want to marry Ben. I wanted him to love me, too. So I waited and waited. And, and
2: finally, just like in the storybooks, you got married.
0: Yes, by tricking him into it. By the time Ben and I were married, it wasn't a question of love anymore. I hated him by then. And he hated me, too.
2: Not an ideal beginning, I admit.
0: But I was determined to become Mrs. Ben Calvert. Just to show some of the busybodies I could.
2: And you did show them, Jesse. That ought to give you some satisfaction.
0: Well, it doesn't. I wish to heaven I'd never done it. What have I, actually? I looked at myself in the mirror this morning, and it gave me a shock. In another couple of years, my looks will be gone. Oh,
2: that's nonsense, darling. You're a very attractive woman. Take the word of an old connoisseur. And you'll go on being for a good many years to come.
0: You're just saying that to make me feel better. But I know... I can see it happening every day. Another line, another wrinkle.
2: <laughs> oh, Jesse, you've got to stop this. It's absolutely ridiculous. The trouble with you is your life has had no meaning present. That's not going to go on indefinitely, you know.
0: Isn't it? I'd like to know what's going to change.
2: A lot of things, my sweet. And you, first of all. Once you have the full wonderful life you're meant to have, love and attention and emotional that you it,
0: Mm, that's all very lovely, but just how does it come about? Some miracle, perhaps?
2: In a way. Sometimes a miracle needs a little outside help to get it rolling.
0: No, it's hopeless, Brett. Why don't you admit it? I'm stuck. I'll never get what I wanted. Might as well give up. Go away.
2: Go away? Where?
0: Oh, it doesn't matter. Anywhere, just so I get away from Ben. From Ben and... Kit, too. I want to get away from the home mess.
2: What about Kit, Jessie? Has Ben said anything more?
0: No, but he doesn't need to. I can tell what's going on in his head. I know him so well. His daughter will wind up living in Ben's house again, and he'll be eating out of her hand, as he always has.
2: But Kit's still in the sanitarium, isn't she?
0: Yes, but she'll be released eventually. I just know she will. And after all my patience... All a wasted effort.
2: You know what you sound like, Jessie.
0: Probably like a bitter middle-aged woman, which, after all, is just what I am. No, darling.
2: You merely sound like a woman who's reached the end of a rope emotionally. who's gotten to the point of desperation. Well, the reason's so obvious. I believe I understand a woman's emotional nature quite well, Jesse.
0: You ought to, heaven knows. You've done enough research
2: in the field. <laughs> Don't be catty, my dear. But it's plain to me that all you need is affection love. A warm, vital life. You're not getting old, Jesse. But the sort of life you lead makes you feel that way. You'd blossom out like a new rose under different circumstances.
0: Oh, Brett, I've heard all this before. You've been repeating that theme for months. But I don't put any stock in it anymore. If you have something in mind, a solution, why haven't you told me? What good does it do to keep hinting at it?
2: Well, Jesse, it didn't seem the right time before...
0: What do you mean, the right time?
2: I felt you weren't ready, Jesse. Besides, I had a feeling you were afraid to go through with it.
0: Oh, well, why should I be?
2: I had an idea you'd... You hated to admit you were defeated. But I knew you'd have to face it sooner or later. And they may be ready to listen. Oh,
0: it was close to the truth, I guess. Perhaps I was afraid, too. But I'm not anymore. Okay, Brett, I'm listening.
2: Move over, sweet. Let me sit by it. Cigarette?
0: Please.
2: Well, Jesse, I'll tell you what the plan is.
1: Jesse Calvert's face had paled as if, despite her denial, she suspected what Brett had in mind. She looked intently into his face while he talked quietly, urgently. Then, when he had finished, there was a long silence. Neither of them moved. It was almost as if they were both holding their breath.
2: I expected you'd say that.
0: Well, naturally, what do you think I am, Duke?
2: I think you're a very smart woman, Jesse. Much too smart not to recognize my suggestion, the only logical way to solve your problem.
0: Logical? Good Lord.
2: This is your first recoil, darling. Once you stop to think it over, you'll be more sensible. Don't let all your preconceived ideas of morality throw you. All that's not for us, darling. We can make our own rules. You're crazy.
0: Absolutely mad.
2: Jesse. Why don't you be honest with me? You know very well it's what you want.
0: I'm not saying it isn't what I want, but... What you're suggesting? Well, it's simply impossible.
2: No, darling, you're wrong. It's entirely possible. But there's something we'll have to see to first. What's that? Kit. What about her? We'll have to get Ben's daughter off his list, Jessie, and that, my sweet, is your job. Then I'll take over.
1: Now Jessie's face was even whiter than before. Her eyes were large and somber as she looked into Brett's, but her former lover held her gaze without a change of expression. It was Jessie who turned her face away finally, and when she did, they both realized a crisis had been passed and a decision made.